The book is entitled Usul Sunnah, The Foundations of the Sunnah by Imam Ahmed ibn Hanbal Rahimahullah, who died in 241 after the Hijrah. Now, his history or his biography we covered maybe about one year ago in a five part series that can be found on Salafi Inc.'s website. Shalom, we chose this topic, reminder for the Ummah, utilizing beneficial points from Usul Sunnah. Specifically, I chose it because it was this book, the book of Imam Ahmed, Rahimahullah, that set the foundation for me as relates to opening my mind to the Dawah Salafiyyah. It is a tremendous book indeed, a book that all of us should know, a book that deals with the aqidah and the minhaj of Ahlul Sunnati or Jama'ah, more specifically, the minhaj of the Salaf. I thank our brother Abu Abdus Salam for giving me the honor to sit with you in this mutual benefit to share these beneficial points. And I hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it way heavy on his house, on my scale and his scale and your scale. <clears throat> I mean. Inshallah, we're going to take a look at the explanation of Shaykh Urabi ibn Hadi al-Madkhili Allah wa ra'ahum in in relation to these points, inshallah. We hope that we can finish the points that we want to cover tonight. If not, with the submission of our brother, Inshallah, maybe we can continue next week. Nonetheless, the great Imam of Ahl Sunnati wa Jama'ah, Imam Ahmed ibn Hanbal, he says in this tremendous book, Usul Sunnati indana, al-tamasik bima kana alihi azhab Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama so the great Imam, the Imam of Ahl Sunnah, the one who preserved the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the face of fitna, in the face of innovation, in the face of deviation, he said the Sunnah with us. <clears throat> it is sticking with what the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama were upon. And to avoid or to abandon to leave off bid'ah, innovation. Because every innovation is a misguidance. 
So Sheikh Rabi'ah, he mentions that Yom Ahmed said, Rasulullah Sunnati, and then Atamasuku Bima Kana Ali Ashabu Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said that that in which the companions of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, were upon, and he said, they are Al Maqiyas, the yardstick, meaning that the determining factor of how we practice this religion. And he said, there are those al-lazina itamasikuna bihad al-asl wa huwa ma kana alayhi rasul rasul al-sahabatihi al-karam. He said, and there are those who stuck with it, meaning this foundation. And they are the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the noble companion. And that in which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions were upon Al-Quram Al-Khulafa Al-Rashidun. And they are the Khulafa Al-Rashidun, the rightly guarded Khulafa. And he said, and they were upon Kitab Allah, ala Sunnati Rasulullah. They were upon the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, fi aqa'adahum, in their aqidah, wa ibadatahum, and in their ibadah, wa amalatahum, and in their dealing, and the rest of affairs, and so especially in aqidah. So Shaykh Hafizahullah, he said that, once again, that these noble companions, these ones who were from the leaders who were guided, they were upon the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in their aqidah, and in their ibadah, and in their daily and the rest of the affairs of Islam, especially in Aqid. In other words, they were not just clinging to one aspect and not the other. They grabbed Islam from every aspect, in their Aqidah, in their worship, in their dealing. And as a side note, the Salaf did not differ in Aqidah. They did not differ in Aqidah, as some have tried to portray the Salaf differing in Aqidah. The Aqidah was one. And they also stuck to their worship as relates to the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And as a sad point, there's a principle in worship that is important for all of us to grasp onto. That Al-Ibadah Man'a Ila Bin Nasu Or Ibadat, actions of worship are prohibited except with a text. Actions of worship are prohibited except with a text. Then Shaykh Rabir Hafizullah he goes on to say. So he said that Imam Ahmed Rahimahullah he indicated Yashir ila Hadan Asl Al Azim Wahabihi Al Qaida. He said and Imam Ahmed he indicated to this great principle and to this uh, this, this uh, 
this great foundation. And he said, especially, specifically, in Aqidah. And then he said, and then he said, and he repeated the, the famous uh, point of Imam Ahmed, where he said that the foundation of the Sunnah with us, and it's sticking to what the companions of the Prophet were upon. And he said, Differing from the people innovation. He said, because, because they follow their designs. And he said, and they depend upon their corrupted intellects. And they claim that they are dependent upon a little Arabic, the Arabic language. He said, from their corrupted analysis, from their corrupted analysis. So Shaykh Rabiah, Hafizullah, he said that the principle or the foundation of the Sunnah that Um Ahmed said with us is sticking to what the companions of the Prophet وسلم, were upon. He said, differing from Ahlul Bid'ah because they follow their design. And they depend upon their corrupted intellects. And they claim that they depend upon the Arabic language. Or other than that. From their corrupted analysis. About the salam. Is my voice clear? No. No. So he said that, Al-Imam Ahmed, وَمَنْ سَلَفَهُ مِنَ الصَّحَابَةِ وَتَابِعِينَ وَإِمَّةِ الْإِسْلَامِ in the deen الذي يتمسكون به هو كتاب الله وسنه رسول الله عليه الصلاه والسلام so he said that as for Imam Ahmed meaning in opposition to Ahlul Bid'ah and those who preceded him from the companion and the tabi'een and the imma of Islam in the deen they are those who stick with the book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, especially in the domain of Aqidah, especially in the domain of Aqidah. And I add that you may find you may find the people of Ahlul Bid'ah, you may find that they may they may agree with us in issues of fiqh, <clears throat> and they may also be they may have a strong point, or their strong point may be in issues of fiqh. But when it comes to the issues of Aqidah, you'll find that they are lackadaisical. Or you find that they are far away from the minhaj of the Salaf in relation to the Aqidah in many points. In many points. So he said, as for Imam Ahmed and those who preceded him from the Sahaba and the Tabi'een and the Imma, the leaders of Islam, he said that they stick to the Book of Allah. And the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, especially, especially in the domain of Aqidah. And he said, and they do not go outside of this. Insha'Allah, he said, in that. And they are upon the guidance. And then he says, the point of Imam Ahmed, 
Rahimahullah, he says, And they take them as a means to be followed. Meaning that the people of Ahlul Sunnah with Jama'ah, they take the companions as a means to be followed. And he said that, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, and wa yashir il hadith alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnatu khulafa rashidin mahdiyin uddu alayha bi nawal wa iyyakum wa muhakkatu al umur so he said that shaykh rabi'ah hafizahullah he said that and they 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 take the companion of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as an example and as an indication to this he said is the hadith of the messenger of allah so here, he used a narration that is found in the Sunan of a Tormadi, or you can say Tormadi, with a Dhamma or a Ketra, in Kitab al in relation to the message of Allah, saying that upon you is my Sunnah. This hadith is Hassan Sahih. It is good for one path, and Sahih another path because also comes Abu Da'ud in Kitab al-Sunnah in the Bab of Lazuma Sunnah taking to the Sunnah also it comes from Ibn Majah and following the Sunnah of the Khulafa Rashidin Mahdiyin and it's authenticated by Shaykh Al-Ibani Rahimahullah he made it Sahih also it's found in the Musnad of Ahmed so this narration is Hassan Sahih when the messenger said, Alaykum bi-sunnah. So he said, Upon you is my sunnah. Upon you is my sunnah. And listen to this narration very careful. As Shaykh Kurabir brings the narration, it's very poignant. As relates to uh, following the companions. He said, Alaykum bi-sunnah. So here, the message said, Upon you is my sunnah. Which we know is obligatory. Then he says, وَسُنَةُ خُلَفَارَ رَشِدِينَ مَحْدِيِينَ So the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, did not stop at his sunnah. He could have simply said, عَلَيْكُمْ بِسُنَةُ Upon you is my sunnah. Then he said, أَنَّ سُنَةُ خُلَفَارَ رَشِدِينَ مَحْدِيِينَ And then he emphasized more in his narration. He said, and bite upon it. Bite upon it. عَلَيْهَا Not عَلَيْهِمَا Alayha. He said, bite upon it. Mean that his sunnah and their sunnah are one. And then he said, to emphasize it even more, as an indication that if you don't follow their sunnah, he said, and beware of newly invented matters. Which lets us know that if one does not stick to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the sunnah of the Khulafa Rashidin al-Mahdiyin, no, right, we got it, Khulafa, and bite upon it with their motive, meaning the Messenger sunnah and their sunnah, then they will surely fall into newly invented matters, because after he made this statement, this tremendous statement, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, beware of newly invented, newly invented matters, as if an indication that if we don't follow his sunnah and their sunnah, we will fall into bid'ah.
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, as I ask, in Surah Al-Baqarah, He says, in amalu bi mazni ma'amin, to be ihtida'u, in Surah Al-Baqarah. And He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, He said that, and if they believe, like you believe, so now here, the they, who are the they? The they are anyone who comes after the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And who are, who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking about when he said you? It's in the plural. It's not the Messenger of Allah only. It's the companion. He said if, if they believe like you believe, then they are rightly guided. The ulama, as relates to understanding the Qur'an and the hadith, in Usul al-Fiqh, they talk about a very important principle. The opposite is understood. And in the book, Fadayat al-Mushtahid, is a book or a, 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 a voluminous set that they teach in the Memlika Saudiya in the university. In the beginning, the author, he lays out certain principles in Fiqh for the person who is studying Fiqh. Because that book deals with, with the ikhtilaf, of the Salaf in various fiqh issues. In the introduction of this book, he's missing certain principles. And one of them is mahfu makhalifah. The opposite is understood. So that ayah, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, they believe like you believe, meaning if you believe like those Salaf, then you're right, you got it. This usul of fiqh principle is used, meaning that if you follow their way, you are guided. But if you do not follow the way of the Salaf, then you are misguided. The opposite is understood. You are misguided. There's no in-between. So here, Shaykh Rabiyah, Hafizahullah, he mentions the hadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to emphasize the point of taking the companions as a means to be followed, when the Messenger says, alaykum bi sunnati. It is command. Wa sunnatu khulafa rashidina mahdiyin. In the sunnah of the rightly guided khulafa. Invite upon it, which is monarchy. And then Shaykh Rabiya, Hafizahullah, he said, because, he said, hadith, he said, it, it mentions, or it, it, it's an indication of Afrakanajia, the faith set. And he said, when the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, akbar rasul, when the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, reported in another hadith, هذه الأمة, that this ummah, he didn't say the kufa, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, this ummah, they were split into thalata wa sabi'ina faraqa. Kullaha finnar illa wahid. All of them in the fire except one. Qalu, man hiya ya Rasulullah? Qala ma ana alayhi wa ashabi. So then the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, after mentioning that this ummah would break into 73 sects. Not another ummah from the umum, but this ummah. Because we know that the Jews broke the 71 sects. And the Christians broke the 73 sects. And this ummah, this ummah, the messenger said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they will break into 73 sects. All of those sects are in the fire except one. And they asked, who are the messenger of Allah? Those who are upon what I'm upon, and my companions, and one narration says, this day, meaning no alterations and no addition, no changing, no adding, 
and his narration to be found in the Sunan of the Turmadi. And the narration is Hassan, as Sheikh Al-Albani mentioned. It is Hassan. It is Hassan. It is good. And then Sheikh Rabir, Hafizahullah, he said, then also, in another hadith, hadith Ukhra, he said, تُرَقَّكُمْ عَلَى بَيْضَى لَيْلُحَى كَنَّهَارِيهَا لَا يُدِيهُ عَنْهَا إِلَى حَانِكَ That I have left you, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, I left you upon God, his night is like his day, and no one deviates from it except that he's destroyed. The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Shaykh Rabir, Hafizahullah, he mentions in his narration, he says, the Messenger said, I left you upon clear God. His night is like his day. And no one deviates from it except they are destroyed. This narration can be found in the Sunan of Ibn Majah. <clears throat> and Shaykh Al-Ibani, he graded it Sahih. Authentic. Also, you can look in the Susla Sahiha with Shaykh Al-Ibani, Rahimahullah. So then Shaykh Rabir, he goes on to say, so therefore the companions, the Mesiku, Biha, they stuck with it, meaning the soul of the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and you would not find that they were destroyed. Because why? Because they stuck to the soul of the Messenger. And he said, and some of the people, they became those who deviated. He said, يعني, in later times, later times in the times of the Sahaba, meaning because this is where the deviation started to creep in. It started to creep in during the later time of the companions. And he said, in the middle portion of the time of the Tabi'een, like in the time of Hassan al-Basri. And we covered this in our series of Bid'ah and his people. Also, it can be found on Salafi Inc.'s website. Where in the time of Hassan al-Basri, the great Tabi'i, who grew up in the household of the Prophet sallallahu he was raised by Um Salama, the wife of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu who had a freed slave. And Zayd ibn Thabit, who was the scribe of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, also had a free slave. And they married these two free slaves together, and they named, they had the child by the name of Muhammad. And Um Salama named him Hassan. He was handsome. And Al Hassan al Basri, the great Tabi'i who learned with the likes of Abu Huraira, Abu Huraira, he had about 800 students. And his name, his real name was Abdurrahman ibn Sakhr al Dawf, from the tribe of Dawf. And Hassan al-Basri was teaching a study circle on Iman and how Ahl al-Sunnati with Jama'ah believes in Iman. How Iman yazid wa yunku. It increases and decreases. And, and how the Khawarij, they deem one who uh, commits a major sin, kabair, to be a disbeliever. In Ahl al-Sunnah, we say, no, he is a believer, but he's a fasting, a sinner. But then it's Wasil ibn al in the time of the Tabi'i, as Shaykh Rabia mentioned, in the middle time of the Tabi'i, this Wasil ibn al he stood up in the study circle, Hassan al-Basri, as relates to Iman. And he said, Manzala bayna manzalatayn. That 
The person who commits a sin from the Muslims, he's not a disbeliever, nor is he a believer. But he's in between both positions. And then he walks out of the study circle of Hassan al-Basri. And with that bid'ah, there are many people who follow behind him in that. And it shows you the danger of Ahlul Bid'ah. And the dangers of allowing them to take hold of the mimba. And allowing them to have a platform. Because here in the time of the Kibar Ulama, of the Tabi'een, and he's set in the circles of the, of the, of the great scholar, Hassan al-Basri. But yet and still he deviates. And also shows us that just because someone sits with the Mashaykh, and just because someone sits with the Kibar, does not necessarily mean he's upon the Minhaj of Islam. But to continue. So the Shaykh, he said, this is in the middle of the Tabi'een. When he said, in our time, meaning the, the deviation appears. Like in the time of the middle of the Tabi'een. And the later of the Sahaba. He said, and then the Bid'ah spread it. And then it began, the Faraqa Khawarij, Rawafid. He said, and the Khawarij came about. And the Rawafid came about. And the Khawarij, as we know, Dhul Qaraisara is the father of the Khawarij. When the time of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told the Messenger of Allah, when the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was distributing the, the, the Ghanima, the war booty. السلام ورحمة الله. And he said to the Messenger of Allah, be just. And the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, am I not the most just amongst you? And then the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, explained to us that in his lineage, it's there will come a people who recite the Quran, but it will not go past their throats. And they will make their salat look insignificant. And they will leave Islam as fast as an earl Leaves his game. And he said they'll be the dogs of the hellfire. And as a group, as an entity, they appeared in the time of Ali ibn Abi Talib. And they assassinated him. And it was Abdurrahman ibn Muljam, the Khariji, who he, as a dowry, he took a woman who, she was married to one of the uh, Khawarij, and Ali ibn Abi Talib had killed, I'm sorry, her brother and her father was from the Khawarij. And Ali ibn Abi Talib, he warred against them and he, he killed them because they deviated from the religion. And they tried to fight the believers. And when she wanted to murder Abdurrahman ibn Muljam, she said, I went for a dowry the head of Ali ibn Abi Talib. And the dowry, his hand. And so he assassinated the Amir al-Mu'minin. So this is the, the Khawarij. And then he said the Ruafid, the extreme Shia, those who curse the companions, those who say the Aisha, that she was a loose woman, those who say that Umar ibn al-Khattab was a homosexual, those who say that Rahman ibn Awf was an opportunist, those who say that Abu Huraira, he stole from the Bayt al-Mal, the public treasury, those who say that the Imams, are better than their imams, are better than the prophets and messengers. And, 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 and. This was started by, this Shia group was started by Abdul Ibn Salam, the Jew, who pretended to be a Muslim. And he was the one responsible for the death of Uthman. And he went throughout the Muslim land, in Egypt, until he affected the people. In some places they would not accept his rhetoric. 
until they made the people, he made the people storm into the house of Uthman and assassinate him. So the Sheikh said, so this is the beginning of these groups, the Khawarij, the Rafis, and the extreme people. And he said, he said, he said, Khulafa, and in the end of the Khulafa, he said, of Ali, radiallahu anhu. And he said that he sent, Arsa ilayhim, Abdullah ibn Abbas, to dispute with him. And Ibn Abbas went to them, to the Khawarij, to dispute with, to dispute, to dispute with them about four issues. And as they disputed with Ali ibn, uh, sorry, ibn Abbas, and in fact, they wanted Ali ibn Abi Talib to send someone else, but he, out of his wisdom, sent Ibn Abbas, because the Khawarij, everyone respected Ibn Abbas. And as they brung their arguments, Ibn Abbas silently listened. They could hear everything they had to say to refute them. And as they brung their arguments, one of them was that Ali ibn Abi Talib made himself a judge besides Allah. He made himself a judge besides Allah. And please forgive me, I have to give you these details, but it's important to know. You can see the way of the sellers and the way of the companions. Because today, as he said, follow the way of the companions, and you have the Khawarish of today. They say they follow the way of the companions, but they make irhan. They make, they, 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 they revolt. And they make khuruj. And they make, uh, takfir and tafjir. And they, 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 they make the rulers disbelievers. And they, and they revolt against the leaders. This is not the way of the Sahaba. Because the Khawarij ibn Abbas, he went to them. And he argued with them. And disputed with them. And as they brung the point, such as one of them, they said that Ali ibn Abi Talib made himself a judge besides Allah. Because when Ali ibn Abi Talib, he was trying to resolve an affair with Muawiyah. And the Khawarij who were at the time on the side of Ali ibn Abi Talib, they said, Allah said in the Qur'an that the judgment belongs to Allah, 18th surah of the Qur'an. So they said this, they said, Ali ibn Abi Talib, he made himself a judge besides Allah. And Allah says, the judgment belongs to Allah. So Ibn Abbas, as he, as he, as he brought that argument, he said, that now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say about the man and the wife when they have a dispute, bring a judge from his side and a judge from her side, and they were silent. And he said also, Ali ibn Abi Talib, he did not take any concubine in, in the war. And then he said, Ibn Abbas, which one of you will take the mother of the believers, as a concubine? Because it was called the Battle of the Camel. Because after they killed Uthman, she was on the back of a camel, trying to encourage the believers to revenge the death of Uthman. And about 3,000 people followed her in there. So he said, which one of you would take Aisha, the mother of the believers, as a concubine? And they had their head down. Their head down. So each time they brought an argument, Ali ibn Abi Talib, I mean, I'm sorry, Ibn Abbas, he refuted the argument until half of the Khawarij came back and sided with Ali. And the other half, they fought them, they subdued them, and they killed them as the messenger of Allah to Allah and the So the Sheikh said, he sent Ibn Abbas to debate with him. Then he said that, then after that, he said, they raised the, the sword upon the Muslimin, meaning the Khwarij. He said, and they killed them. He said, as the Messenger of Allah, 
Amr Abidalik, Rasulullah, Ali Salam, and the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ordered with that. And then he said that the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said in the narration, Ma'ana Alihi was had. And then he said, Wayakul Alikum Sunnati, Wasulatu Khazara Shibina Mahdi. Shukrabiya Hafidahullah, he said that. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I, meaning that what he's upon and his companion. Meaning that when he said that upon you is my sunnah, I'm sorry, he said that the Ummah would break into 73 sects, all of them in the fire except one. And they asked, who are they? He said, I, and what the companions were upon. And then he said, and the Messenger said, upon you is my sunnah, and the sunnah of the and the Shikra Bay goes on the same. We're going to stop, inshallah, in a, in a second, inshallah, in about maybe five to seven minutes we'll be finished, inshallah. So then he said, and abandon innovation. With Turk, a bidi. He said, ishtinab, and bidi. He said, abandon innovation. He said, because innovation in it is destruction. In it is destruction. And then he says that the message of Allah sallallahu he had promised that that all of it, meaning when he mentioned the narration, that the ummah would break into 73 sects, his ummah. And he said, all of those sects are in a fire except one. Except one. So he said, the message of Allah sallallahu had promised or he threatened that all of these groups are in the fight to one. He said, because they tread upon the sibil of the shayateen, of the shayateen. And he said, the message of Allah, or he said that Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Then he brought Shaykh Rabir, he brought the narration or, or, the, uh, or the ayah in Surah Al-An'am, the 153rd ayah, where Allah says, and this is my path, so follow it. And do not follow paths that separate you from his path, meaning Allah's path. And he said, Khatta Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Khatta al-Mustaqeem. And he said, the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I drew a line. And he said, هذا صراط الله. This is the path of Allah. So you draw a straight line. The message of Allah. After reciting this ayah, in Surah An'am, the 153rd ayah, that this is my path, Allah says. So follow it. And do not follow paths that separate you from his path. And he said, the message of Allah, sallallahu drew a straight line. And he said, this is the Surah Allah, the path of Allah. Then he drew a line, he said, from the right, and to his left. Then he said, he said, these lines, the lines on the right and on the left, they are, he said, upon it, and the, he said, upon these paths, Sibila Shaytan, Yad'u He said, upon every path, these paths on the right and to the left, is a Shaytan, and they call it to it. And there are people who say that you can take many different roads, meaning that the Muslims, that we all take different roads 
that lead us the same way. Impossible. Because the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he drew one straight line. He said, this is Allah. Then he drew a line from the right and a line to the left. And he said that these lines from the right and to the left, upon every path, and he calls to it. And then he says that to those who abandon Surat al-Mustaqeem fi aqidatihi wa ibadatihi aw fiqhi aw ma shakil balik talaka tariqin fi hadha tariq tariq alati ala kuli wahid minha shaytan yadu ilayhi. He said in that and those who, who leave the Surat al-Mustaqeem the straight path in his aqidah and we say her aqidah also and his ibadah and her ibadah and fiqh. Then they tread upon a tariq from, from these paths, that in which upon everyone is a shaitan yaduru ilayhi, a path in which shaitan is calling to. And he says, so therefore, Fahadr, he warned with a warning of bid'ah, with dolalat, and misguided. And wahadr minha. Rasulullah alayhi salatu wasalam. And he wore from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he said, Min ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu fuhu rad. And then he said, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whoever innovates in this affair of ours is not from it, it is rejected. And hadith is in Bukhari. Hadith is in Bukhari. And then another narration is also in Muslim. With the message of Allah sallallahu said, Whoever does an action that's not from the affair of ours, it is rejected. So there are two narrations. One says whoever innovates into the affair of ours that's not from it, it's rejected. Other one says whoever does an action that's not from the affair of ours, it's rejected. So the ulama, the mashaykh, say that one narration covers the innovator because he innovates into the religion. Other narration covers the one who does the innovation behind the innovator. So it covers both the innovator and the, the ones who follow the innovator. And they say when it's rejected, meaning that the action is rejected and that innovator is rejected also. And then he goes on to say, in the last three minutes, inshallah, هذا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا من أهل بدعي عليه الصلاة والسلام يتلى قول الله تبارك وتعالى هو الذي أنزل عليك الكتاب منه آيات محكمات هم أم الكتاب أخرى متشابهة أما الذين في قلوبهم ذيقون يتبعون ما تشابه منه ابتغاء فتنة ابتغاء تأويله وما يعلم تأويله تأويله إلى الله ترد على المران then he goes on to say, He said that the message of Allah also warned against Al-Bidah. So not just the innovation, as some people say, they say warned against the innovation, but not the innovator. But he said the message of Allah warned against also the innovator. Because if he cited this ayah, where Allah says in Surah Al-Imran, هُوَ الَّذِي أَنزَلَ عَلَيْكِ كِتَابِ مِنْهُ آيَاتِ مُحْكَمَاتِ Allah has mentioned in the Quran that He is the one who sent down upon you the Kitab, and from it ayat are clear. Huna al Kitab. He said that they are the mother of the book. 
يسوي أقرأ متشابهة إن other آيات that are not so clear يسوي أما الذين في قلوبهم زيقون as for those who have deviation in their hearts Allah said He said فتبعون متشابهة منه they follow those verses that are not so clear ابتغاء فتنة seeking fitna this is why they do it to spread fitna amongst the Muslims and he said in seeking a false interpretation and he said وَمَا يَعْلَمُوا تَعْوِلَهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ and no one knows the explanation except Allah meaning if most verses are not so clear Ibn Shukur Ibn goes on to say he said to the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at the side this ayah إِذَا رَيْتَ الَّذِينَ يَتَبْعُونَ مَتَشَابِهَا مِنْهُ فَأُولَيْكَ الَّذِينَ سَمَّ اللَّهَ حَذَرُوهُمْ So he said that the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is clear, it is crystal clear, it is wadih, jiddin. He said that the Messenger of Allah, after reciting this ayah, he said, if you see those who follow those verses that are not clear, these are the ones Allah has named, so beware of them. The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and this hadith we found in Bukhari and Muslim. Once again, we're going to close here, inshallah. Shaykh Rabir, Hafizahullah, Ura'ahu min kulisu makruhu. He says that the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, hadara Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, even, he also warned against Ahlul Bid'i, alayhi salatu wa sallam. Then he decided, Tabaraka wa ta'ala, the ayat of Tabaraka wa ta'ala, هو الذي أنزل عليك الكتاب منه آيات محكمات حنا أم الكتاب وأخروا متشابحة أما الذين في قلوبهم زيق فتقيعون من تشابها متشابها منه ابتغاء فتنة ابتغاء تأويل وما يعلم تأويله إلا الله سورة آل إمران يسأل ذا المسجد الله صلى الله عليه وسلم رسالة آية إرزهي الله the one in which revealed to you the kitab. In it are verses that are clear, crystal clear. They are the foundation of the book. And in it are ayahs also that are not so clear, mutashabih. And those who have deviation in their heart, Allah said. It's Allah saying it. He's talking about Muslims who recite the book of Allah. Allah said it. Allah said there are people who have deviation in their hearts. So how is it that a Muslim can say there is no such thing as Alu Bidah? Jordan's get along. Rodney King Islam. No such thing as that. Allah said those have deviation in their hearts. They follow verses that are not so clear. Seeking fitna. Meaning ya'ni amongst the Muslim mean. And he's seeking a false interpretation. And none knows it except Allah. Then the messenger after reciting this ayah says, فَإِذَا رَعَيْتَ الَّذِينَ يَتَبِعُونَ مَتَشَبِحَ مِنْهُ فَأُولَيْكَ الَّذِينَ سَمَّ اللَّهِ فَاهْذَرُوهُمُ And the messenger said, when you see those who follow those verses that are not so clear, they are those who Allah himself has named. So beware of them. So beware of them. So, this is what the shaykh mentioned as relate to being careful of bid'ah. Because Imam Ahmed said in closing, he said, وَسُلُّتُنَّتِي أَنْدِنَا أَتَمَسِكُوا بِمَا كَانَ عَلَيْهَ ثَبُوا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ اِتِدَعُوا بِهِمْ وَتُرْكْ بِدِهِمْ 
Did I mention uh, Imam Ahmed, Imam Ahmed Sunnah, who died in 241 after the Hijrah? In closing, he said, the Sunnah with us, more specifically the scholars, and in general, Ahlul Sunnah with Jama'ah, is that we take the campaign of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as a means to be followed, and we avoid innovation. So with that, we say, Anything that was said that was correct, it's from Allah, it's from Allah alone. Anything we said that's a mistake, it's from myself and the shaitan and the clips of my tongue and the stuttering of my tongue. And with that, we say, Subhanakallah, I'm going to say, 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 Once again, we thank the brothers and sisters of Salifi Inc. We thank our brothers specifically about the salam and jagaini. Hafidhullah for giving me the opportunity in this mutual benefit. May Allah accept it from me from you. Hafidhullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa